Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Pope, and The Mother is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to The Pope. Yes, thanks for having me, Mark. Just a little bit of pre-finals sojourn, just take the break and freshen up as we head into business end of the year. Uh, Another big week for you as you continue your sort of navigation of the political spectrum. So another big week for you on Twitter. Um, Not sure you'll be available next year, so we should make the most of the next seven weeks, I think, with you. Yeah, I couldn't help myself, Pope, uh, just on the voice. Look, mate, I I still stand by it, voice or no voice, like... (laughs) <laughs> just do something um but uh but yeah anyway mates um we'll see what happens there um, editorial editorial nah, no editorial no no editorial pope i think i think we're done there um uh, but take action doesn't matter liberal labor voice no voice take action uh, that's uh, that's the message um hey pope um good refresh mate you got up there uh back up to the homeland um yeah are we allowed to ask exactly where did you end up where did you go just see a glitter strip, just Gold Coast. So a little bit of uh, family, as you know, Mug, from up there. So column A, see a bit of family, column B. Come August, Melbourne winter gets a little bit longer than the tooth, doesn't it? So 25 degrees and clear the sky was uh, nice for four or five days. Yeah, very nice, mate. And did you manage to do any punting or consume any footy? I didn't do a lot actually. I probably watched game and a half across the weekend, so it was it was pretty low key, and as such, my investment reflected that a bit, mug. So I'm, I'm feel a little bit out of the loop, to be honest, from last weekend. Yeah, sometimes it's good just to have a bit of a freshen up and um, and, and just um, you know take the fingers off the buttons uh, for a week and uh, just feel a bit more relaxed uh, throughout your Saturday and Sunday. So uh, good on you, mate. Well done, and uh, welcome back to the program uh, to the modler. Yeah, guys, good to be here. A few begins uh, coming around lately. Oliver obviously did these last week. Pappenhausen looming for a return, and yeah, most importantly, mug back. It uh, it means I don't have to carry 100 of the NRL content on the podcast, so it's always good to uh, share that load. Good to good yeah, to have good, back. Good, good to have the Pope back uh, for sure, Modler and uh, and boys. Um, Anything jumping out in NRL results or um, some happenings? I saw the the, uh, the doggies got a good clip uh, there on the weekend that sent sent a bit of Twitter into a bit of meltdown. Um, but anything of note occurring over there in the great game? I think the the main one, Mug. I don't know if uh, yourself and the mother touched on last week. There was a very heavy favourite round last week in terms of prices. Um, saw a little bit through the media during the week that it might be the shortest uh, average price of the favourite ever. I, I found that hard to believe when we came from PBL ball from a couple of years ago. But uh, nonetheless, uh, fairly one-sided week, and we'll, we'll touch on it. The ratings, it's hard to get a bit of read on some of this now. Like um, you sort of got to look where the upside is with some of these teams already probably on the plane of Bali or Europe or wherever they're going in the first week of September. Uh, you've got to factor that in when it comes to where you want to bet in the next three weeks, I think. Yeah, and, and results-wise, Modler, did all of those favourites uh, win head-to-head? They did, yeah, and it was a um, really good uh, account on Twitter, Rugby League Guy Test. He's tweeted out that the average margin of victory was 25.5 points, and it's, yeah. I think he makes the case that it's the fifth-highest margin for a round in the last eight years or something like that, so... 
Yeah. Not only did teams win, but they, they won big. So, um, yeah, lots of lots of favourites covering last week. Yeah, okay. All right, so maybe some angles there with a couple of clubs potentially shutting up shop uh, this weekend and maybe even uh, some points we tend to see. Uh, I don't know if it's the same in the NRL, boys, but we, we tend to see a bit of a tick-up of some points as the weather gets a little bit better or some, some teams check out mentally and physically uh, does lead to a little bit more point scoring. So I don't know if that's a factor in the NRL, but we can definitely talk to that. Modda, we better go back and just uh, review a few of the bets uh, that we had last week. How did you go? Yeah, not a, not a great one again. Uh, starting with footy, uh, first bet was on the uh, Roos against the Bombers. So I think I was keen on the line more than the head-to-head there. They, they covered quite easily in the end. Uh, I think I had a half stake on the Sydney line, which covered as well. Uh, but then it got a bit grim. So it was um, the Doggies. I liked a, a half stake on the line there. Um, Richmond were a really big play for me. I had them decent phase. Uh, just... No good at all on the uh, Sunday. And GWS as well, no good against Port either. Um, and then across to uh, League, uh, let's have a look. Oh, Manly, I liked against Penrith. I think a couple of uh, late play routes kind of came our way. Luai was laid out for Penrith, so um, they managed to cover in the end. Uh, the Eels, I liked against Brisbane, no good there. Didn't turn up at all. Uh, Tigers, who are to be fair, they've, they've done well in hanging in games and covering lately. So I like them against the Warriors. They managed to cover. And then finally, as you mentioned, uh, the Bulldogs. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't on the Bulldogs in the end. I think their price um, came in by the time of the podcast. So, uh, yeah, no play on them in the end. Yep. Okay. All right. So, uh, so Mother, I think about 50% on the NRL and uh, maybe slightly under on, on the AFL. Um, yep. For myself, um, I think I mentioned the uh, total over North Melbourne Essendon modeler, so mi- missed out on that one. Um, we're on uh, the. I think you might have been on it too, modeler. I don't know if you mentioned it. The uh, Adelaide Plus. Uh, so we're on the line there for for Adelaide. Um, I was on the Hawks modeler. The uh, the Hawks um, down at Utahs. Um, Very good win. Yeah, got the line and the win there. So that was a uh, so that was a good one. I think that was about all I was putting up. I think I did mention potentially going with Richmond uh, if the three premiership uh, players came back. But I, I must admit, I ended up staying out of that one uh, in the end. In terms of the charity bets, uh, Modler, we um, we were two from two again. So I think we, we got um, first one in the NRL, which was, I think was the, was it? Oh, no, we had Tigers uh, and Para in the NRL. Yep. And then we had Adelaide and Tigers in the AFL. So, unfortunately, for the third week in a row, we've dropped ten dollars um, for the for the third week in a row. So that brings us down. I think we're sitting around about four hundred and fifteen uh, from about twelve hundred uh, wagered. So, I mean, still still going good, but we've had three weeks on the skids, um, albeit only uh, ten dollar loss each week. So we've gone two and two two and two for the last three weeks. So we're still. You know, we're still hanging in there, um, and um, and the pot going at um, you know thirty four and a half percent. So still still going good, but boys, we really want to get that back in the uh, in the winning column and get some money over to pass it on clothing uh, for the boys who have a big fundraiser. Um, you know, Top Sport are partnering with that one on the September the sixth up there, so they're they're having a bit of a, a dinner. So um, uh, log over onto reading the play um, onto uh, Jared's. Um, 
uh, Twitter handle and you'll get all the details there for a fundraising event for Pass It On Clothing September 6th up in Sydney if you're uh, keen to go. Um, but, boys, that's a bit of a betting review. Modler, did we see any bad beats? Uh, nothing really stands out in particular. As we mentioned, a lot of blowouts in NRL. The only, not so much a bad beat, but the one that sticks out was in the Hawks-Doggies game where uh, that kick in at the end with the Doggies, it was a bit of a bit of a... Yeah, a bit of a head scratcher that one. If you're on the doggies there, you would have been, uh, I mean, unlikely to, to score from that, you know, from the length of the field. But, um, yeah, still not the best decision. I don't think they could have made right at the end there. I, I haven't seen the mock-up yet, but you could probably just cue the Benny Hill music uh, to yeah. the moment that uh, the big fella get, gets the uh, gets the ball there, couldn't you? Um, it was a strange... Um, I, did Bevo have press conference today or did he do that, do that on Wednesdays? Uh, I've, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I'd be I'd be yeah, interested yeah. to hear what he actually says about it. You know, like surely that couldn't have been uh, the plan. But anyway, and I think I think Modley in the in the other one is the AFL um, with Alton uh, Melbourne. Depending on what side of that on, and you know, <laughs> you know, depending on how you see that, uh, you could feel yourself maybe a little bit unlucky. I think Melbourne had them on expected score as well, so um, by about ten points. So. You what was your uh, what was your lean on on that one? Touched on it. Oh, I'm 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 always the same, and I think it's it's very similar to cricket, isn't it? You know, when you get the soft signal, and the soft signal goes one way, you know, he's out. Or if the soft signal goes the other way, not out, but it's still sort of just clipping the wicket. You know, like it's just based on the on the soft call. So I don't really have a problem with it, to be honest. I mean, I. I I was, you know, I'm with Melbourne, you know, I wanted Carlton to lose, you know, to really sort of dint, dint that premiership um, price even further. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really see anything definitive um, that said that he didn't touch it. You probably couldn't really say that he did. Um, the umpire's call is touched. That's, that's it. You know, like it's, yeah, I, I wasn't emotional about it um, at all. So I think that's the way it goes, Modler. Anyway, boys, enough of that. Are we ready to talk some games? I think we are, Monk. I think we most certainly are. All right. Tee him up, Pope. Good one to start too, Monk. We've got Collingwood taking on Brisbane at Marvel, which feels like an important detail here. Pies are minus five and a half point favourites, dollar seventy-one. Lions at two dollars six. And Mug, I think it's fair to say it's a massive game for Brisbane. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Bigger, bigger for Brisbane than it is for uh, for Collingwood. That's for sure. And um, you know, like Collingwood, now we're going to get a look at them without the skipper and um, and without again without um, Dacos. And depending on whether and Modler might uh, have a bit more information here in a second, but I think the Goey and Noble a little bit proppy as well. So. Um, and I think side bottom still has to prove his fitness to come back in. So, you know, geez, if you're stacking all those guys up, Dacos, uh, Darcy Moore, Noble, um, Dugowie, side bottom, um, that's some that's some quality that's uh, missing out of your team. Um, yeah, as you say, Pope, at Marvel, so not as a bigger advantage for the Pies or or, or disadvantage, I guess, for for Brisbane. Um, but I'm sitting around about the market. I'm at, I'm at about six uh, as we speak. And um, 
I just on Brizzy's Brizzy's form hasn't been real good either, Pope. I don't think Brizzy are going great. Um, so look, I'd probably lean to the home team, probably at the at the head to head dollar seventy. Um, but um, but I think a pass for me at the moment, Pope. Yeah, it feels like a fair few moving parts at this stage of the week. Uh, Mug, uh, Modler, can you find anything definitive here? Uh, not definitive. Um, Mug was spot on. Yeah, that, to go in Noble uh, under a bit of a cloud. Um, yeah, side bottom's not certain uh, to come back in. Lions lose Gunston. Looks like they get Coleman back in. Um, the models at this stage got the Lions at just over $2. Not enough for me to play in that $2.06. Um, yeah, given the the ins and outs. I might wait for Thursday before I make a call on that one. Yep. Uh, plenty of intrigue and interest in first game of the round. Uh, Modler, Saturday afternoon, uh, we've got Re- Jack Rewalt's last game, as it turns out, at the MCG. Tigers are 24.5-point favourites. They're $1.25. And the Kangaroos uh, are $3.75. Yeah, I've got Cochin uh, back in for his swan song. Uh, looks like Hopper and Miller. In as well. Ruse obviously lose uh, Cunnington. Um, Stevenson out as well. Um, I've got the Tigers at $1.20. It's probably enough for me to... I'm not playing in the $1.25, but I might have a play at... Uh, what was the handicap you mentioned there, Pope? 24 and a half. Yeah, I might have a half stake on that On that 24 and a half, I'd say, on, on the Tigers. Super. Uh, Mark, how do you see this one? Yeah, I, I see it the way of the Tigers uh, too, Pope. I'm at, um, with Koch coming back in, I'm at 31. So I, I don't give him Healthy too much. Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I only I only just chuck in a point uh, for Koch and just for his leadership and experience. And, um, but, but I think, Pope, you know, we mentioned it last week with Cunnington's last game. And, you know, I know we, we talk about, we don't get overexcited about the milestone games and, and that sort of stuff. But, geez, Koch and Rewalt, both last games, MCG. Uh, I think the Tiger faithful get along for this. Actually, I, I think you'll see a you know a sixty plus crowd. Um, you know, for what would normally probably scrape together a 30, 35 crowd, I reckon for a one forty five versus North Melbourne, um, and particularly with the Tigers out of contention, I, I think you'll see a big turn up for these two. And um, geez, I'll be very surprised if the Tigers don't win and um, I think the 24 um, might not just quite be enough. I think the Tigers will be looking for us for a statement game here. Yeah. Uh, question without notice, any perspective on Jack's career, especially Mark, where, where will he sit when we look back on the career? Very, very good player, Pope. I don't know if you have him up there sort of in the great status. Um, like I, I don't think of him the same way that you think of, you know your carries and and your and your Dunstalls and Ablets and Lockets and 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 maybe even not as as exciting as Richo and and those and and not even as I don't even think he's probably in the same league as a, a Rewald or Brown or or those sort of guys. But very 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 good player and uh, very clever player and um, yeah, fantastic career. Yeah, yeah. Any time in especially in AFL. Uh, parlance, three-time premiership player, carries a lot of weight, doesn't it? Um, and he was important. Yeah. I'll stick with you here, Mug, and we go to the Gold Coast on Saturday afternoon as well, and the Suns are eight and a half point outsiders. Um, I'll leave it to you, Mug, just want me through with that. Seen a bit skinny yeah. to me. They're yeah, 2 28. 
Blues dollar sixty. My gut feel is uh, is that I want to be on the home team here, um, and um, yeah. and I think that price might have had a little. Uh, I think there's maybe had a little bit of built in that a few players are coming back, but I don't think they are coming back, Pope. And I'll be interested to see if the players that they are talking about coming back, um, McKay or McKay, I never know which one it is, McKay, McKay, and also Silvani. I think I don't think either of those two players actually improved their team, um, which. You know, it's a bit strange to say when you've got a probably $800,000 player sitting on the sidelines. Um, but um, I think if, you, if you're absolutely twisting me, Pope, I probably want to be on the home team, but I'd just stay out of it, I think. Yeah, okay. Uh, feels like there's a little bit to that game mod, though. Can you find a bet? Yeah, I'm much the same as Mug here. I've got I've got Mackay and Mackay, Mackay and Silvani back in. Um, I've got the Suns two twenty three, so a slight slight edge into that two twenty eight. But um, yeah, again, I might just wait and see on this one. I'm not going to pull the trigger yet. And, and yeah, I think I, I think teams too here, Pope, a bit like the Collingwood game. Like there's there's a bit going on there where the King comes back in for Gold Coast as well. So yeah, I think it's a bit hard. Yeah, two two big weeks for Carlton too. Like there there has to be some sort of emotional let down to some extent in the next fortnight. You think? And and Pope, I don't have the um, stats uh, offhand for you, but if memory serves me correctly, this game against the Gold Coast up in Gold Coast is a game that they've struggled with over the years. Even when Gold Coast were a bit more pooey than what they are, so um, yeah, so a danger game, I think, for the Blues. Yep, yep, certainly feels that way after that analysis. Uh, Muggle, stay with you here, and GWS are taking on the Bombers, Saturday Twilight. They're 18 and a half point favourites, $1. thirty-five. Bombers 3 dollars 10 and winner. If it be the team, any chance of making the finals, they have to win this game, don't they? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much on the market. If anything, I favour the Giants uh, here, Pope, and the Giants get a couple of couple of good ins. Um, I really like Bedford. I, I, I think he's – I liked him at Melbourne and, and he just couldn't get a go. But um, he's uh, he gives them something, I think. And the other bloke that gives them a lot is uh, is little Daniels. You know, he's a, he's a little just power packet of muscle. And um, and I think he, he adds a fair bit to their side. In saying that, uh, as per normal modeler, they're talking about Shield and Stringer and, you know, all these guys coming back in. So – I don't know, Pope. Maybe this is another one where we have to wait for teams. Um, but uh, my lean here, probably Pope, is to the GWS. But I'm not not rushing in. Modo, can you find anything here at the big line of eight and a half? No, nah, not really at the moment. Yeah, I've I've got for the Bombers Draper, Stringer, and Shield in. Um, I think we mentioned last week. It seems like these sorts of players, where you stay week in, week out, they're likely to come back in and. Never seem to. Um, yeah, I've got GWS at dollar thirty-three. There's potential upside if, if you know, some of those bombers players don't actually come in. Uh, yeah, as it stands, I'm not going to play it, but uh, might have a again. I might have a play on Thursday nights uh, if those bombers players don't come in. Yep, makes a makes a bit of sense. Bit tricky Tuesday night with AFL teams at times, isn't it? Well, uh Saturday night and good game. Um, at Marvel, Saints v Cats. Cats are seven and a half point favourites, dollar sixty one, two dollars twenty six to Saints, and another one very important game for the Cats modeler. Yeah, it looks like uh, Hawkins is back in for the Cats. Guthrie as well. Um, 
Uh, Rowan misses for them. Um, I've, again, I've got Geelong right on the market here. I've got them just over $1.60. Uh, what is it? $1.65 I've got them. So, yeah, no play for me into that $1.61. Um, yeah, again, I'm just going to shoulder arms for this one, I think. Market looks to have it pretty spot on so far this week, Mug. Yeah, and um, I didn't plug Guthrie uh, back in. I, I just had the Hawk plugged back in. And, and with the Hawk and uh, Rowan and Stanley out, I was at sevens. So, you know, that potentially shortens uh, off a long layoff. Maybe maybe that's not worth much anyway. Maybe maybe one. Uh, so bring, maybe bring me back to a goal. Um, in saying that, Pope, like, geez, my gut feel, like, you know, they're my numbers, right? Um my gut feel here is the Saints. I just think the Saints might be back. Uh, they've they've got a pretty full list at the moment. They they seem like they've got that pressure game back. They're back at Marvel. Um, yeah, I, I, this might be just one of those ones where I just sort of almost overrule um, uh, my ratings uh, a little bit. And and look, the models are a little bit higher from what I can see. So we might even get a little bit of movement uh, there if we can sort of get out to double figures. Um, I think I might pull the trigger on the Saints. Okay, interesting. Um, I'll stick with you here, Mark, and we go Saturday night hard to know what to make of this game, but Crows are 10.5-point favourites against the Swans. $1.50 of the Crows, $2.50 head-to-head the Swans. This just feels to me, Pope, like a game that Adelaide wins. Um, I'm, I'm on the market pretty much. You know, I think I was at... Uh, 11s before teams, maybe maybe nines after it. But I think I did see an out there with Armity might be in doubt. So that probably uh, pulls me uh, or, or um, you know, get, gets me back up to 11 for Adelaide. And, and Pope, sorry, what was that line currently at? 10s or 11s or? Yeah, 10 and a half. Yeah, so hard for me to hard for me to put the punters into it. I, I took some and and put this on the sub, uh, subscribers email, Pope. I took some dollar sixty five myself head to head. I just think, as I mentioned, I just think I just think Adelaide wins this at home, you know, and um, probably hard to steer the punters into the into the um, two goals, but um, yeah, and look, dollar dollar fifty, I'm starting to get a bit short now, but um, yeah, all said and done, uh, I think Adelaide win the game. Yeah, probably stay clear of the ten and a half though, Mug. At this point, yeah, it's hard for me, you know that's my number, so hard for me to you yeah. know. We're not in the business of flipping coins here, Pope. Yep. Um, well, though, um, don't want you to flip a coin, but can you find a bet at the line here? Uh, yeah, I'm going to oppose the mark here. I'm probably the biggest edge I've got for the week, and it's not a big edge, but I've got the Swans just short of 240. Um, yeah, there's a few ends potentially for both teams ranking for the Crows, Ramp, Rampy and Campbell for the Swans. Um, I've still got uh, Amity in. Um, yeah, if he if he is in, I'm happy to play the Swans. But if there's a case that he's out, I'll probably again we'll leave this one alone. Another no bet for you, Modler. Uh, I'm probably I'll, I'm happy to throw up a bet now. Probably a half stake on the on the Swans, and then um, we'll reassess come Thursday. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, I'll stick with you here too, Modler. Um, one of the saving graces of being the second last round is it's the second last time we have to talk about the Eagles. They're 65 and a half point outsiders against the Dogs. So uh, under the pump a little bit this week, bit of meta scrutiny on the kennel. Um, $1.02 plays $13 on Sunday afternoon. 
yeah, so the Lou's liver. Um, West Coast, there's a bit of movement as well, potentially. Allen and Cole miss. Um, uh, like, yeah, it's hard for me to make a play in this one. The model's got West Coast at $22. Uh, nowhere near having a, an edge on either team here. So, yeah, again, for me, I'm just going to leave this one alone. Yep, good time slot to shoulder arms at 1 o'clock on a Sunday as well, Mug. Uh, uh, sorry, Modler. Mug, can you find a bet here? No interest whatsoever, Pope, uh, with a lot of these West Coast games. I just, you know, I think the line's probably, with Liber out, I think it's too big. But, you know, West Coast, uh, I think Oscar Allen, uh, he's not going to come back where I think originally, originally they thought he might. Um, I just got no interest, Pope. It's just, I don't who knows? Yeah. Uh, pretty good, pretty good summation. I think two words, no interest. <laughs> Mug. Um, the next game is a sneaky good one though at the MCG on uh, Sunday afternoon. Twenty five and a half point favourites to the Demons. Mug dollar twenty five and Hawks three eighty five. Might be a top sport market mover of the week. This one, Pope. We opened up in some quarters at twenty seven and a half, and um, and I think we're yeah we've we've had about three points movement now, and um, I think we could get some more. But there's one problem, Pope, one problem, and that is that I, I saw the words that Lewis is a little bit sore, and uh, I think there's been a very strong correlation with uh, the Hawks' success in the back half of the year when he's come back. He is a very important player for us, and, um, yeah, and also, too, when you consider Melbourne's defensive structure and their mechanism as it is, I, I think if Lewis is out of that team, that blunts us a bit, and um, and I wouldn't be so keen. But outside of that, Pope, if Lewis plays, I think, you know, I think still that twenty-five. Uh, did you say twenty-five? Yeah, twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Tw- twenty-five and a half. I think is still still playable. I liked it at the 27. I think the 25 is still good. Um, I'm at I'm at 20, 21 uh, around that mark. Um, so happy to have a small play on the Hawks here. But yeah, you might, you know, sort of caveat to the punters. Um, you might want to just wait for teams and just get that news on Lewis confirmed because I think he's important. Yep, good uh, good analysis there, Mug uh, Modler. Where's your lane? Is Gorn playing? Is Gorn playing or is he? Yeah, yeah, I thought I saw. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, haven't heard any news there. There's a chance. Um, yeah, uh, Brown comes back in, and if so, it probably means Grundy drops out. He's yeah. a bit up and down at the moment. So, um, yeah, I've got the D's at a dollar thirty. Um, so closest to having a lead on them, but not quite. There was a stat I, I saw Mug. I think Hawks have won half their games where Lewis and Sicily have played today. So, uh, throughout the season, I should say. So, um. Yeah, he, he's obviously very important um, to their structure. So, yeah, if he misses, it's a big big miss for them. Uh, no bet, was it? Sorry. No bet, no. no bet. Uh, I'll leave you to finish this off for the round, the penultimate round of the AFL season, Mother, and Freo taking on the power over in the West. Freo are nine-and-a-half-point outsiders and obviously Port nine-and-a-half-point favourites. And... Um, it's going to give you head to head. Dollar fifty four port, two dollars forty Frio. Yeah, it's been a pretty quiet f- week as far as the models concerned. Um, 
not going to have a play here either. Dixon and Lysett are a chance to come in for Port. If so, that might uh, swing a bit their way come teams. But, yeah, as it stands, I'm not close to having a, an edge either way here. So leave this one for the keeper again. Can you finish with a bang here, Mug? No, no, apologies to the punters here. I mean, I'm I'm at eights, and um, you know, I think this is a bit of a tricky one. Uh, Port obviously gave a bit of a flex on the weekend, um, but Freo have been going alright themselves, you know, of uh, of recent times. So I don't know, a, a tr- coming off a bit of a high, and you know, Kenny's re-signed, and everyone's feeling a bit good about themselves, and and all of a sudden you got to travel across the Nullarbor. And uh, and come up against a Freo team that are looking to finish pretty hot and um, you know going pretty well. I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to be on that minus. Um, so a shoulder arms here. I'm sorry, Pope. That's okay. I'd rather you be honest, Mug. Um, fellas, I'm going to leave it up to you to probably give the punters when to play and what to play here a little bit. My notes are a bit all over the place. So Mother, I'll start with you. Um, the one somewhat certainly have is we've got some alignment on the Tigers, but um, do you want to talk through what else you like and maybe when to pull the trigger? Yeah, uh, Lions uh, probably wait for teams for me on that one. Um, likewise with Gold Coast, depending on whether the Blues get back, Silvani and McKay. Um, and the other one I had was the Swans, uh, half stack on them uh, at this stage and reassess again, come teams. Uh, Mug, do you want to give a breakdown of where you're at for this week? Yeah, happy to take on the Tigers at the 24 and a half, uh, Pope. Uh, market watch on the Saints. If we can get a little bit of action there, Pope, I'm, I'm keen to uh, keen to be with the Saints. Um Hawks, caveat, Lewis. Uh, so maybe just keep an eye out for that one. And uh, I could probably say the same about Collingwood as well. If if Pies can get um, Dugowie and uh, Noble suited up, um, I think that, you know, head-to-head $1.70 uh, is, is, is okay against uh, a Brisbane that's not going so good. So, yeah, not, not too many bets at this stage, Pope, um, but uh, hopefully a bit of insight there for the punters. Yeah, thanks, fellas. Um, any other context that we want to touch on as we go into the back end of the year? Any player awards or our odds that have tickled our fancy? Maybe. Well, I mean, we've been talking premiership uh, for the last uh, couple of weeks, uh, Pope, so maybe um, just have a little bit of an up- update there. Things didn't quite go to plan uh, for the on the weekend with um, Carlton upsetting uh, the Ds. Um, so... I still couldn't believe the rush of money uh, for the Blues. I think I don't know, Toppy. I, I think they think most corporates have wheeled them into like seven bucks, whereas Port Adelaide's hanging out there or, or Brisbane's hanging out there at six fifty. So fifty cents difference between a top four team and a team that's most likely going to finish outside the top four um, is just absolutely baffling to me. I, I just I just do not understand it at all. Um, I ended up laying some 11 and a halfs. Uh, I ended up laying quite quite a bit. I said, as I said, I'd be dipping into the home loan to uh, to finance that, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and I've gone back for more Pope at the nines. Like, um, I just I just cannot have it. Um, I I spoke to the great logical on the weekend, and uh, that was one of the first things he said to me. He's like, "What's going on with this Carlton price? I've just come back from overseas and seen Carlton are like seven dollars." And uh, I said, "Mate, it's." 
I just cannot. I, I, I said, logical, have you done the maths yet? And uh, he's like, no, nah, I haven't, um, but I will uh, because I saw that and my eyes just popped out of my head. I said, mate, do the math, Kenya, and just just make sure, just tell me that I'm not, you know, that I'm not dreaming here. And um, so he said, I'll oh, send us your ratings and I'll, I'll have a bit of a look at a few things myself and, and whatever. So he sent his number back for uh, Carlton for the flag. He said, this is the absolute shortest I could get it. And uh, and it came, I think his number came in at uh, 13.73. And he said that was the absolute shortest that he could get it. And it's most likely bigger. And um and my sort of readjusted numbers are around the 15, 16. I don't I think they're gonna miss that two two interstate trip. So they'll probably only have to do one, the blues. Um, but um yeah, it's still you know, still in those single digit numbers, uh, still still a bit of a funny buggers price. And Pope still can't come at the at the three eighty or three eighty five or whatever it is for the pies either. So I'm still still got a massive, a massive red against the pies at this stage. It was interesting, you know, one quarter into that game and uh, Betfair flicked out to about $5.10 uh, for the pies for the flag. So just shows you how volatile and how um, tippy potentially the pies form is at the moment and how ready the punters are to jump off uh, if, if it doesn't quite go the pies way. So I thought that was really insightful um, that that market really jumped, like like got so jumpy quite quickly uh, on the weekend, which was which was interesting. So probably just goes to show you that there's a bit more in that pies price than, than you know, that's uh, that 380 sort of is letting on. So, um, yeah, that I guess that's a bit of a bit of a wrap of the premiership stuff, Pope. I'd be just saying to the punters, stay clear of the pies, uh, 380, 385. Stay clear of, of of Carlton at that poisonous uh, price at the moment still. And, um, you know, if you're wanting to get in your clams down, I think Port and Brisbane uh, offer some pretty good value at the mo moment. You know, either one of them is probably going to finish, well, probably going to finish top two. And, um, yeah, I think there's something there. I didn't expect to get uh, so many nuggets when I when I asked the futures question, Mug. That was well rounded and uh, highly beneficial. Thank you. I've been uh, looking at it pretty closely, Pope. Um, when I'm I'm fairly heavily invested in the Premiership market, so <laughs> I've uh, <laughs> been, been <laughs> check it morning and night, <laughs> every day. Um, uh, so uh, so boys, let's get over and talk the great game. Uh, let's get over to PVL stuff and uh, and get into the NRL. I'll get it up on the computer here so I can see head to head and line all in the same breath. If I can, new computer going well. Uh, been relegated to the living room, uh, boys, as you can probably see. So don't have the usual desktop. Got running with two laptops here. And not my usual setup. Rightio, there we go. The old Apple Mac laptop. Um, okay, first game, Thursday night, uh, and we're up in Queensland. North Queensland Cowboys, Country Back Stadium against the Sharks. $1.57 the Cows, two forty the Sharks, and four and a half that line pipe, the dollar ninety. Um, how do we see it? Massive game for starters. Um Mug, huge finals ramifications, especially for the Cowboys who sit just outside the eight at the moment. They're at home on Thursday night. I've got this pretty much bang on the number. I've got it minus five, which is more or less minus four and a half. The one bet here that I do like, 47 and a half total points, 
feels like a lot um, a lot at stake in this game. And Sharks have been really good the last two weeks. Like against Rabbitohs a fortnight ago, they conceded 16, but a lot of those were in the last 15 minutes. And then against the Titans team, who can score points. They only conceded six last week. So in a game where there's going to be a lot at stake and a lot to play for, I think 47 and a half is too many. So I'm on the unders here. Yeah, I'll come back to you on the uh, unders, Pope. But I think scoring, have some of these markets, I don't know, just layman's terms, sort of almost feel like they've overreacted. feels like we're getting up there in points uh, in the NRL. Maybe, I don't know, is that, is that, are those markets right? Have we overreacted? Some guys, they are right. There's upside in matches being high scoring, but that, that upside is often in games that we saw last week where you've got 13, 14, 18 point lines. Yeah. In a game that's four and a half, which is sort of home ground advantage in many respects. So mm. it's, it's a really big number for a night game. I know Townsville's free flowing. Uh, generally a free-flowing event when there's football played up there. But um, I just think this time of year, like, things tighten up. Both these teams have a lot to play for. Cronulla have improved. just think there's there's a lot of upside in the under 47.5 here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And uh, Modler, can you see anything here? Not quite. I've got uh, the Sharks at 235. It's not enough... Uh... For me to get excited into that 240 at the moment, I might just see what happens with prices there and, and uh, reassess later in the week, I think. Okay, all right. So Pope's at this point just putting up the under there for us uh, AFL uh, devotees that tend to tune into the Thursday night. So thank you for that one, Pope. Uh, let's get over. We've got another four games here that we want to talk to. And the first one of those... Uh, flicks over to the late game on the Friday. And that late game is at Combank Stadium, Pope, where Parramatta are hosting the Sydney Roosters. Para 235 versus the Roosters, $1.60, four and a half the line. And all of a sudden, uh, people think the Roosters are back in town. Uh, Pope, do you concur? I don't. No, not generally. Look, it's a little bit of a soft form line that they do have. The market generally does respect the Roosters. Conversely, Parramatta have been poor for a while, so you've got the other end of the spectrum here. Um, the market's probably seen enough for Parra for the year, and Roosters have come with a bit of a charge in the last three weeks, Mug. Four and a half. Um, I couldn't get it this big. Moses is out, and I've factored that in to my numbers. I still couldn't get it here. And whether, I don't know how much confidence I have in my rating of Parra, whether I push him out far enough in the last three weeks to a month. Um, however, like it's a pretty big gap from four and a half to basically picking, which is what I have. So I'll be on Parramatta here at home. They get Campbell Gillard and Sebo back, and that's some impact. Obviously, losing Moses, big big, um, big loss losing your halfback and um, co-captain. But I've got a big enough gap here to warrant a bet here on Parramatta, Mike. Yeah, and um, outside of that modeler, a para outside of Moses, a para running at pretty much full strength. They got all their all their boys playing. I believe so. Yeah, I'm not sure of any other injuries of note. Um, okay. Yeah, Sean, yeah. Sean Lane's the other one in the back row that they're missing, who's who's also impactful. Um, but they're missing for a while, and, and they do have replacements there, Mug, that are first grade standard. So. It's not to the severe impact that Moses is. Yeah, okay. And uh, Modler, how do you see it? Yeah, I'm going to line up with Pope here. I've actually got the Eels uh, handy in our favourites. I've got them about $1.85, so a decent 
uh, edge for me into yep. that 235 there. Uh, yeah, can you get involved in the Eels? Yeah, really like that, boys. Uh, I know the uh, the Roosters are probably the, the 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 Collingwood of the competition, aren't they? Where uh, they they get it, you know. Hot pies obviously going better than the Roosters, but uh, you know you get a bit of that dumb money potentially coming behind uh, the Roosters when maybe it's not quite warranted. Um, people want it to be true, but. Well, I think we've seen enough evidence this year to know that it's not true. Um, West Tigers are host. Uh, are we going west? No, we're not going west. We're going to go to. We're skipping down a couple of games actually, and we're going to go to the Dragons, who are back uh, down in Illawarra Heartland, uh, down at Wollongong, and they're hosting the Storm up there. Dragons at home, five fifty. Jeez, that feels big. And uh, the Storm at dollar fifteen, which is very short. And we're talking fifteen and a half. You first, modeler. Uh, what does the model see here? Yeah, it's got a slight edge to the uh, to the Dragons. They do have strong home ground advantage, especially down in Illawarra. Um, I've got them, yeah, four seventy five uh, into that five fifty. It's yeah, obviously an edge for me um, with these high prices. Of, as as we know, I tend to play the line more than the head-to-head, so I'll probably split this 75-25 line head-to-head. Yeah, nice. Okay, thank you, Modler. And uh, Pope, can we find some common ground here? Yeah, we can. The touch on at the start, the one thing you probably want to make an assessment on here is teams out of finals, have they quit? And I don't think Dragons have. They've been good the last three weeks, so very unlucky against Parramatta a fortnight ago. They ran souths for a close for a long time last week. I think they're still putting in. Um, 15 and a half at home. Storm look like they might be turning a corner, but they've generally done it at Melbourne. Mm. Away from home, their form's still been a bit patchy. So until they prove it, I'm happy to back a team with a big start. And 15 and a half is a big start here. Makes a lot of sense, uh, Pope, to be against the schizophrenic Melbourne Storm uh, this season. And, uh, boys, we uh, flick down. We're talking your nights, Modler. And, uh, geez, what about your nights? Um, big win on the weekend. And they're going all right, aren't they? They find themselves at home here, just slight outsiders. Uh, 210 here and two and a half, uh, the wrong side for them. Uh, the Rabbits, $1.74. And, of course, that two and a half, $1.90. Uh, Modler, I'll go to you first. You've been with the Knights a lot this year. The market's really starting to catch up to them and tighten up. Can we be with them again? Yeah, we can. We're in uh, one of the Pope's uh, little sweet spots here where I've got the market, well, the prices flipped from the market. I've got the Knights' Ooh. slight favourites here at $1.90. Uh, so, yeah, a good enough edge for me into that 210 to uh, to have a go with them. Excellent, Modler. Love to hear that. Pope, can you get with the Modler here? Yeah, I can. I can. I um, South's forward pack still looks a little bit patchy for mine. My one concern is they're up in lights here now the night. So now they're going to have to do it on a, on a big stage against a big team. Everyone's talking about this as match of the week. Um, there's been a couple of instances like this this year, but um, six six gap wins in a row too. Like it, it's hard to be up for so long. However, um, having said all that. I've got this about pick, so it has to be on the Knights. But I do have a little bit of an asterisk. Can they, when all eyes are on them, can they bring this on Sunday? Um, and they don't have a little wiggle room going to the finals. They've got to keep winning. It's it's hard to sort of carry that burden over a two-month stretch. Um, but, yeah, like they're playing well enough that they deserve the respect of the market, which we've got. Um, and I can still find them a bet here. So go the Knights. 
Yeah, good boys. Or a lineup there, which is uh, which is always nice. And then the last game of the round, which we're betting into, which is great. Uh, the Canberra Raiders, a dollar thirty-four here, and uh, nine and a half the line. And they're coming up against the Bulldogs um, down in Canberra, and it's three twenty-five uh, for the doggies. Boys, the Raiders absolutely stunk it up, and uh, Ricky Stewart uh, let everyone know that uh, he wasn't happy. He was embarrassed. Um, do they bounce back and give the dogs another hiding on the way out? Hope, you first. Yeah, I. this is a really tricky one, um, Mug. Both teams are coming off a shellacking. I've got this number a bit bigger than the market, but similar um, – to what you said, I think in the Crows game might have been Margot. I just have to really consider whether my number's right here. Like Raiders haven't been a team by more than ten this year. I'd, I'm going to lean that way. Like I just feel like coming off a bad, bad result, they might have the emphasis. And, and I've got Canterbury Raiders the worst team in the comp right now. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with the minus nine and a half. But um, my confidence isn't high here, Mug. Okay, and uh, Modler. Uh, can we uh, get with the Pope here and be all over the milk? No, unfortunately not. Um, yeah, on paper, I've got Bulldogs. Decent bit shorter than the market here at 250. I think we've spoken about it before where you, you sort of have to have a, a layer of judgment where the teams have put the cue in the rack here. Um, so still happy with that edge, but I probably would only play with a half stake. Um, Canberra obviously still with a bit to play for. Uh, compared to the Bulldogs. Um, yeah, it's half stack for me on this one. Yep, okay. Thank you, Mother. All right, boys. Well, that uh, rounds us out. I might just get a, a bit of a betting summary, uh, if you will. Uh, Pope, who are you with? I'm with the Unders on Thursday night. Mug, um, Cowboys v Sharks. I'm with Parramatta head-to-head and at the plus against the Roosters on Friday, second game. I like the Dragons at plus 15.5 against the Storm on Saturday. Back the Knights, head-to-headed, and probably with a little bit of 13-plus, I think, too, against the Rabbits on Sunday at 2 o'clock. And with a fairly high degree of trepidation, minus 9.5 on the Raiders Sunday afternoon. And last one is Matildas to qualify for the final. Matildas to, uh, to make it through. Yeah, no, no, my numbers, I haven't done any numbers. That's just purely nepotism and patriotism. Yeah, all right, very good, Pope. And uh, Modler, uh, for yourself, mate. Yeah, much the same as Pope here. Liked uh, the Eels, made them slight favourites against the Roosters. Uh, the Dragons I liked more on the uh, line. Knights I liked as well. And then opposing Pope in the last game with a half stake on the Bulldogs. Uh, again, more on the line than the head-to-head. Yeah, all right. Okay. And boys, just so we know, recapping, you know, we're, our program is brought to you by topsport.com.au and all the prices that you've heard tonight have been uh, courtesy of them. They've been doing it for over 30 years. Um, they're a bookie that you can trust. Uh, we like to call them the best and fairest. And uh, and that's exactly what you get when you bet with Toppy. You, you know, you're uh, betting with someone that you can trust. Um, so if you're looking for a bookie, get over to topsport.com.au and, uh, and one of their sponsors, uh, boys, is or one of their preferred partners is uh, Pass It On Clothing, and we're trying to raise a bit of money uh, for them, guys. And um, I think it's we've got probably three to choose from in the NRL. Um, how do we stake for our charity bets this week? Our one hundred dollars that we put down, um, 
I think we've got unison or lineup on the Eels, the Dragons, and the Knights. Um, boys, where do we put the hard earned? I reckon, uh, Mother, feel free to override. Considering we need to change the luck, do we just go all in on Parra here at the plus? Oh, boy. That's uh, that sounds good to me. That's that's uh, that'd be my biggest edge for the for the week. So, okay. yeah, that. all in. Okay, let's uh, let's do that. Uh, One hundred on para, and uh, and maybe we take a similar uh, theme uh, mother for the AFL because I think the one game that you and I are probably lining up on is the Tigers. Would that be right? Yeah, yeah, that's so it. May- yeah. So maybe let's do that on the Tigers as well. Um, we'll just. Um, put aside this rubbish of 50-50 here and 50 there and, and all that sort of stuff. And we'll just uh, we'll just go bang, bang. Uh, Richmond and Para, they're our two charity bets. So we'll be at the line uh, for both of those and uh, hopefully um, getting back on the winning track uh, for Pass It On Clothing. Um, boys, just probably to uh, wrap up, I'll just quickly go to you, Pope. Just around, you know, they've caught my eye, some of those totals. Was there any totals there that we should be thinking over in a free-flowing, um, dead-rubber-style game this weekend? Or conversely, is there any that those numbers are starting to get a little bit silly and that we could see a really competitive game and go under? Yeah, I um, I largely think the market's sort of got this, got this right, Mug. But again... Um, Sunday two o'clock, like it's it's a time slot conducive to free flowing attacking football, but forty eight and a half, like a, a lot at stake at McDonald Jones on Sunday afternoon. So I lean I lean unders in that game. Um, other than that, I'd, I'd love to find overs bet, but I think the market's pretty pretty spot on here. Like there's a, um, I'm sure some of these games will go over, but I couldn't probably sell it with a great deal of confidence to our listeners right now. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And uh, and boys uh, or Pope, any futures action or premiership action, top four, top eight, anything of that kind? Yeah, we're going we're going local here. I'm, I'm against them this week at the line, but Melbourne Storm at $8, I think they've turned a bit of a corner here, Mug, and that just looks a juicy price to me. I've got him a little bit shorter. Pappenhausen, they're timing his run to come back. He'll come back in his team at some stage. He's played two Queensland Cup games. They'll finish fourth, and they're going to go to Penrith in week one, and that might be the best time to play Penrith in, in the finals, just have a bit of a free hit at them. Um, and if they win that, look, it opens up all sorts of poss- possibilities. So that $8 looks pretty attractive. They're finding something, and they've got – a genuine gun to come back in their team at the business end of the year. Yeah, okay. Well, I love that, Pope, and uh, that's a good uh, good one for the listeners. So, boys, I think that rounds us out. All the usual chat. We've gone through all the games in the AFL. Not as many bets as we'd like in the AFL, but uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, premiership chat. Then we've gone through NRL, and uh, we've got about, I think, five bets, four, four or five bets each from you boys uh, for this week's action. So, Thank you very much. Charity bets are up, ready to go. Hope you're back from your little hiatus. Um, would you care to uh, refresh the tonsils and uh, and sign us off? Certainly would, Mug. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. Go Matildas tomorrow night. <laughs>